Hello, everyone, and welcome to my life. So on today's episode, we're really just going to catch up. I, It's been like, what, two weeks since my last episode, and kind of a lot has happened. So I'm just going to catch you guys up on everything. So that's what today will be about. I'm mostly going to be talking about my trip to Cancun and this conversation I had with this tour guide. Um, He gave us a tour of the Mayan ruins in Cancun, and he also, like, was telling us the story behind the Mayan traditions and everything, and on the way back, I had, like, a two-hour conversation with him on on the ride, during the ride back, and that's mostly what I'm going to be talking about, that conversation that I had with him, and, like, everything that I learned from him. Really wise, old Mayan guy. But um, also, if you hear, like, water or something like that in the background, I'm recording from the living room today, and there's an aquarium in here with bubbles, so that's why. So just ignore that. So I went to Cancun for the first time ever. I went with my friends. There were a total of seven of us there, and it was really, really fun. Cancun's beautiful. I got really badly sun sunburnt like I'm peeling right now I feel like a reptile like my shoulders are peeling my face was peeling my chest is peeling I'm the darkest I've ever been like I'm loving the skin color though my tan is crazy my tan is I basically it it, it looks like it's black and white that's like that's how intense it is and I'm not even exaggerating um who also, I want to start doing this thing where at the beginning or the end of every episode, I talk about, like, I answer either a question that you guys ask me or, like, advice or anything. Like, if you ask me for advice or, or if you want to know what I think about a specific topic or situation. Um, I did, like, a little question box on my Instagram um, for that. So that's where I'll be getting the questions from. So if you're interested in participating, my Instagram is at jbmbeauty, J-B-M-B-E-A-U-T-Y. And you can either like wait until I post a little question box to answer or ask me anything, or you can just DM me and I'll um, answer on, on the podcast. I'll also like answer your DMs if you have any private questions that you want to ask. If you don't, it's totally fine. You don't, you don't have to participate or answer or ask or anything like that. But, um, yeah. So I went to Mexico. It was really nice to just be in nature. So like to just be in nature, be by the beach and just enjoy and be outside and swim and just uh it was just so nice it was so nice and it was a good like change of scenery and it's Mexico's beautiful we went to Cancun and we spent like a day in Tulum um but yeah Mexico's beautiful the people are so nice and yeah so um let's hop into it so um during like I'm gonna talk about a couple things that I learned from the the tour guide. His name's Victor. So if I um keep saying Victor, it's him. Um yeah. So 
we started talking about met I, I had asked him if he knew what this one word in this book I'm, I was reading at the time the four agreements was but it's a whole different culture so then he didn't really know what it was but then from there we started talking about meditation just it was a very spiritual conversation and I loved every second of it I learned so much from him and um he was telling me how like the at the very beginning of the conversation he was telling me how before you meditate you should set intentions for your meditation and he was saying I don't fully remember every like word for for word of what he said but <clears throat> he was saying how there's like a a thing that you hum or like a mantra that you keep repeating and then he was like doing some math I don't know what it was, but it was like, um, he did like this mantra and he was like trying to figure, like, tell me like how many times you're supposed to repeat it. And he did the math and it was 666.6666666666 times. So 666 times. And it's crazy because like, I have been seeing repeating numbers since January of 2020. I see them nonstop. I see them every day. I see them everywhere I look, whether it's a license plate, a number of comments or likes on like a video, whether it be the time, like literally everywhere, everywhere, all the time. And so for him to just be like 666, I was like, what the fuck? I was like, what? And then he was like, yeah, I know, crazy. Um, But yeah, he was saying... um, set intentions for your meditations. He also said, if you have a pet, they will kind of like show you where the best place in the house to meditate is. He said, um, if you have a pet, I have a cat. So he was like, where your cat sleeps the most is where the best energy in the house is. So if you want to meditate, go meditate there. And my cat sleeps on my mom's bed, like, mostly. At night, she sleeps with me on my bed, but, like, during the day, she's in my mom's room all the time. So that's where the best energy of the house is. And he was saying how sometimes, too, cats or dogs, they um, <clears throat> they circle around three times or, like, a couple times on, like, one little spot, and then they sleep in it. He was like, it's because they're, they're um, kind of, like, creating an energy field in that spot. Like, Filling that spot with like good energy and then just laying in it so they can rest and relax. And I don't know, that was kind of beautiful. Um, he also said to set intentions for your water. So um, he, w- he told me a story. He has two kids, two sons. They're both like older, like late 20s. He was telling me how... Uh, one of his sons set intention, like they was setting an intention for this water that he had. Like he filled up this same um, water bottle, but the, he set the intention for every water that goes into that water bottle, saying like, "Oh, this water is so refreshing. I feel so refreshed. I feel so refreshed and like joyful after drinking the water." And that was the intention that he had set. And he said his oldest son did that. And then he said um, his younger son was drinking that water. And then right after drinking, he said, oh, I feel so refreshed and joyful after drinking this water. And then uh, Victor and his older son looked at each other. They were like, what the fuck? 
Because that's literally the, the intention that... That's weird. I heard something fall, but... Oh, well. Anyway. But yeah, Victor was like... Victor and his son, the oldest son, they were like, what the heck? Because that's literally the intention that that the oldest son set for the water and the youngest son didn't know about it. So how is how the heck is he like saying exactly what the intention was? So that was like kind of crazy and cool for him to um, realize, um, not realize, but like for him to like actually have proof that like it, it works, setting intentions for your water and everything. Um, <clears throat> He was also saying how we were talking about like masculine and feminine energy. And I shared with him how I feel like for most of my life, I have. And by the way, when I say masculine and feminine energy, I'm not talking about gender. I'm not talking about male and female. It's it's like everyone has masculine and feminine energy. Boys have feminine energy. Girls have masculine energy. Like everyone has both. Most of the time, one is more dominant than the other. Uh, I don't know if they could ever be, like, perfectly balanced. I don't know if that's a thing. But, yeah, that's what I mean. Just energies, not gender or gender roles, none of that. So I was telling him how, for most of my life, I felt like I had, like, I was just, like, pushing away my feminine energy because I felt like in order to get everything that I wanted, I had to like step in, step into my masculine energy more. I had to take charge, lead, go out and do so. I had to basically hustle uh, is what I felt like. I felt like I had to hustle in order to get what I wanted. And I felt like this kind of like made me disconnect a lot from my feminine energy because I was focusing so much on just like my masculine energy and my, my masculine yeah, I was just so much in my masculine that I forgot completely about the feminine and just, like, threw it away back there. And, like, I went to a business school, so it was competitive as hell. Like, everyone's in competition with each other. Even your friends are in competition with you, whether you know it or not, whether they know it or not. Everyone's just out to get internships, jobs best grades in class like even group projects you're competing in it even though you're working together like it's just it's a lot and that also played a that also like made me forget about my feminine energy even more because I was just in in that environment in that very 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 masculine energy filled environment so now I'm realizing like oh shit, like, I'm not really in touch with my feminine side, and now I'm trying to, like, go out on hikes more, or or walks, and trying to, like, love my body, and, like, nurture myself, and, and things like that, just so I can, like, be more in touch with myself and my feminine side. I'm trying to be more grounded, so that I can be more in touch with my feminine side, and kind of bring that part of myself back into my reality and into my life and into my existence right now. And, um, yeah, I was telling him that. And he was also saying how even, like, in the world, like, in Mexico in general, he realized that, like, a lot of women were were becoming more masculine. Like, there were, like, 
riding motorcycles, like working and just doing like more masculine things. Not saying that females can't uh, ride motorcycles or, or work, but I'm just saying like that's more of like a masculine energy type of thing, like the go-getter um, attitude. But yeah, and um, I forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> but yeah, I was just saying I just wanted to be more in touch with my feminine side and more in touch with nature and feel more grounded and just receive everything that like Mother Earth has to give me. Um, I just want to feel more connected and that's what I'm trying to do now um, because I've realized that in order for me to get everything that I want, I don't have to like push away my feminine side completely. I don't have to be completely in my masculine energy in order to get that. I can still be feminine or be in my feminine energy and still succeed and still lead and still do everything that I would have, whether like do everything that I would have if I focused on my masculine more. Like I can still do that while still focusing on my feminine energy is what I'm trying to say. And also like, um, I felt like for uh, like a big part of my life, I felt like um, I pushed away my feminine energy because I saw it as me being weak. And I was like, no, I'm strong. I'm a leader. Masculine, 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 masculine energy, like just so much masculine energy because I saw my femininity and my feminine energy as me being weak. But no, it's not. My feminine energy is a beautiful thing. And it's crazy that I'm just realizing that now. But, you know, it's never too late. Also, if you are interested in, like, the learning more about feminine energy and just feminine versus masculine energy and how to basically, like, heal your feminine energy or heal, like, the feminine wound or whatever it's called that you have, there's a really great podcast. Um, it's called The Color Pink Podcast. Uh, it's by two girls that went to the same school that I did, but I only know one of them. They're both really great people, by the way, but I only know personally, like, one of them. But I really, I listen to that podcast, like, I've heard every single episode that comes out, and I really like it. So I recommend you give them a listen if you're interested in more of, like, topics like this. Um, but yeah, oh, and he said... One more thing about the Mayan culture, how, um, say if you want to have a girl, like if the if the woman wanted to have girls, there's this, like five days within the, the full moon or beginning or end of your cycle or something like, I just remember five days of something. Within this period, if you have sex, you will have a girl. And then within this other period, which I don't remember what it was, if you have sex, you will have a boy. And he said it worked every time. And he was also saying how um, I personally believe that the moon is feminine and the sun is masculine. The moon has feminine energy and the, the sun has masculine energy is what I believe. But he was saying how the moon has t like the moon cycle is 28 days long. And then he was like, oh, what else is 28 days long? And somebody said, the female period he was like yep I was like what how the fuck are we that connected 
I don't know. That just blew my mind real quick. So I thought I would share. Um, oh, he also shared a nice, cute little story how he went to his friend's house and his friend was like, oh, Victor, what day is it? And he was like, it's Friday. And his friend was like, no, it's not. He was like, uh, okay. And then a couple days passed and his friend goes, Victor, what day is it today? And he was like, Sunday. And then his friend was like, no, it's not. He was like, what do you mean? It's like, it's literally Sunday. His friend was like, no, it's not. He was like, okay, then what day is it? He was like, it's the best day of your life. And he was like, it's the best day of your life because you're either alive or you're dead. So every day that you live is the best day of your life. So live every day as if it was the best day of your life because it is because you're alive. You don't know if you're going to wake up tomorrow. You don't know if you're going to live for the next five minutes. You don't know what's going to happen in the next second. You could literally have a stroke or a heart attack, God forbid, you know, and die. You don't know that. You don't know what's going to happen. So it's like live every day as if it was your last. Obviously, like, don't go rob a bank because you think you're going to die tomorrow. Like, you know what I mean? But enjoy all the experiences that you have. Like, enjoy the, the thing. Don't, don't, like, take things as if they were a means to an end. Enjoy every process and every activity and do everything with intention throughout your day. Like, if you're going to shower, Don't shower just because you have to go to work. Shower because you're cleansing your body. You're letting go of all the, not not like literally letting go of the dirt. I mean, you are, but like you're also like cleansing your body. You're, you're, when you lather yourself with soap, like caress your body, feel how it feels to have the soap touch your body and stuff like that, how it feels to have describe yourself with a loofah and like things like that. Just enjoy the process of everything because you don't know when it's the last time you're going to experience it. Don't leave anything unsaid. If you love someone, tell them because you don't know if you're going to get the opportunity to tell them that tomorrow. You don't know if something's going to happen to them or if something's going to happen to you. And you don't want to have any regrets. You don't want to die and be like, ah, damn, I should have told my mom I loved her today. You know, be loving, be kind, be compassionate, appreciate everything, live as if, <clears throat> live as if today was the last, your last day on earth, because it could be. So every day is the best day of your life, because you don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. Tomorrow's not promised. So live every day as if it was your last. Don't leave anything unsaid. Don't leave anything undone. Just enjoy. Enjoy everything. Enjoy all the little moments and all the little things because they matter. And when you don't have them anymore, you're going to see how valuable they are. Don't wait until you don't have something to appreciate it. Appreciate it now while you while you have it, while it's here. <clears throat> okay. Um, I don't really remember like everything else that we talked about because it just comes to me little by little. But I also wanted to share um, a different experience that I had. So <clears throat> it was a full moon. Sorry. <clears throat> I'm back. So it was a full moon for two days that I was there in Cancun. And um, one of the days of the full moon, my friend Cindy and I, we... Okay, this is how it happened. 
we all went out, like, not went out to dinner because we were at a resort. So, like, we ate dinner and then we went to, like, sit by the pool. And Cindy was sitting by herself just looking at the water. And then my friend Vanessa was like, oh, can you just go check on her? And then I go and I sit next to her and we're just talking. And then I see some ants and I'm like, oh, we got to go. I'm not trying to get bitten by ants, just the mosquito bites or whatever else, whatever bug bites I got. That That was enough for me. So then we start walking, uh, and then we sit by the beach, like we sit on the sand. We look at the moon. I check my phone, and it's eleven eleven. And I was like, "This—that's the second time this has happened to me. Me seeing the moon, feeling her energy, connecting with her, looking at my phone, and it's eleven eleven. Second time. So it was just a beautiful experience because I had told Cindy that story, and then we were just there, looking at the beach feeling the moon's energy, just, you know, enjoying her presence. And then it was 11-11. And I just took that as, I'm here with you. I see you. I'm here. That's what I, that's what I um, interpret uh, repeating number or like not repeating numbers, angel numbers to be. Um, I used to like look them up every single time, but I started seeing them so much that like, I didn't have the energy to look them up every time anymore. So now I just interpret it as the universe sees me, the universe is here with me, the universe has my back, they're watching over me, they're protecting me, they're with me, I'm not alone. That's what I interpret every repeating number as. Sometimes I I do like um I do look them up. Like recently I've been seeing 444 like I create like a outrageous amount of times. Like it's actually kind of ridiculous. Like I don't know, but that number was following me. Like those numbers, like four, 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 were it was just following me. I don't know how to explain it, but it was like everywhere I looked, it was four, 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 and I was like, okay, like what the heck? So then I looked it up. I forget what it means. I think it meant like uh, your angels are like watching over you, like they're here, they're protecting you, or something like that. Not fully sure. But yeah, so we walk along. We see eleven eleven sitting by the beach. I don't know how this started, but we just started walking along the beach. So we walk really far, and then we see, we find like shells, beautiful, beautiful shells. So we pick them up. We're like super excited, and then we're walking back, and I see something that looks kind of like a big rock. I was like, "What the heck? This wasn't here before." And then it moves, and I ran because I realized it was a big ass turtle and I was kind of scared. I had never seen a big turtle like that close to me before. So then Cindy sees it and she runs too because like, what the heck? And then we like have our flashes on because we're like, what the, what just happened? And then people yell at us. They're like, oh, what are you doing? Turn it off. But we didn't know what the heck was going on. So apparently if you see a turtle, those, the turtle was, in, was trying to lay eggs, apparently. But if you see a turtle, um, don't shine your flash. Don't just, like, turn on any light and don't be loud because then they will get scared and run back to see and not lay their eggs. And all those babies would... <clears throat> My goodness. All those babies will die. So if you ever see a turtle um, on the beach, they're probably laying eggs. So just be quiet and give them space and don't bother them. 
that's what I learned. But anyway, we see that turtle, and literally we walk back to our uh, resort, and everywhere we look, there's turtles, big-ass turtles laying eggs. Crazy, like crazy, 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 because I had never seen that many turtles. And they were all laying eggs. So we saw six turtles, six turtles. And remember how I said, Victor said, you repeat this mantra when you're meditating 666 times. Like you see how that's just not a fucking coincidence. Like there's no way. Yeah. Crazy. Mind blown. I was shocked. It was a beautiful experience though. And then we went back and told everyone and they were like, okay. (laughs) Okay. You saw turtles. Cool. But it was crazy. And and me and Cindy were on the same wavelength at that time. Like, we were just like, what does this mean? So we looked up, like, the meaning of turtles or what it means to see turtles or something. And it was saying, like, the turtle holds the world on their back. And it's, like, turtles are, like, very grounding and kind of, like, telling you, like, you're on the right path. You're doing the right thing. Keep going. You're doing good. You're doing good, sweetie. Um, ooh, also, earlier that day, while we were on our tour of the Mayan ruins, we saw, not we saw, but like the tour guide, Victor, was telling us how he showed us a picture of something. Like, the Mayans don't have gods, they have lords, and I don't know what the one, the word for girls are. Mission? No, I don't know. But lords and whatever. So, but it was saying how they they have a picture of a turtle and the turtle has four wings. And and in the Mayan culture, the the more wings you have or the more feathers you have, the higher up in like the social class you are because you're, I don't know, up in the sky because you can fly with feathers. I don't know, something like that. But he mentioned turtles. And then for us to go later that night, see six turtles after he told me, you repeat this mantra, 666 times I was like what the fuck um yeah and then the second day it was also another full moon and I was moon gazing by myself this time and um I was manifesting kind of because one of my friends also said it was a good moon for manifestation but but she said to Write your manifestations on a piece of paper and then put it under your pillow and sleep with it. But I didn't do that. I did something different. Like, this is the first time that I've, like, had this experience with the moon. uh, Because usually I do a ritual where I cleanse my crystals and then, like, I set intentions for the full moon. Like, I ask it for specific things that that I wanted to bring me. Um, But this time I didn't do that. I just sat there and I was just like... I see you, girl. <laughs> I was like, I see you, girl. Just fill me, fill me with your love and all your abundance. Um, I, I didn't ask for specific things. I just said, you know what I need. You know what is destined for me. You know everything that I'm supposed to have. So I know that you're going to give me that because I know that you're going to give me everything that I'm meant to have. And I just left it at that. 
The only specific thing I asked the moon for was clarity on a specific situation. And I got that kind of like two or three days after I came back, I got that clarity. But yeah, like, because I feel like I'm at a point in my life right now where, where, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like I have everything that I want now. Like I'm at a really good point in my life where I don't feel like I need to ask for specific things because I know they'll just come. I know that what it's meant for me will come to me. I don't have to ask for it because I know it's like I already have it in a way. I feel like I already have it. I feel like I don't have to ask for like, I don't know, like, I don't want to say like ask for material things, but like, I feel like I don't have to ask for anything because I know, I just know it's going to come to me. I don't know. It's a, it's a good feeling to have. And I don't know why, but I'm just so sure. Like, I just know. I don't, I can't explain why I feel this, but I just know it's going to come to me. I know I don't have to ask for it because I know it's already mine. You know? Hmm. I don't know, but it makes sense to me and it's a, it feels good. It feels really good. Um, and also I freaking love the moon. I love moon gazing. I just love like sitting there and enjoying her energy and feeling her presence. And I feel like I'm able to like enjoy that more and experience that more and like feel it more deeply because I'm being, I'm like, getting more in tune and in touch with my feminine side, with my feminine energy. And I feel like, because I told you before, I feel like the moon is very feminine. I feel like I can feed off of her energy more and receive her energy more because now I'm also in tune with my feminine energy and the feminine side of me. So, yeah. Um... I think that's all for today. This episode was kind of not all over the place, but like I just wanted to catch you guys up on what happened while I was gone because my trip was very beautiful and I wanted to touch on that. Ooh, almost forgot. So um, on the questions that I wanted to answer on the podcast, one of them was to talk about my trip, which I just did. The other one was, so I shared with, um, I roomed with three other people uh, during the trip, and I I shared with them how, I don't know if I'm a little OCD, or like, I don't know what it is, but I, like, things in my room, or like my desk and my space, they have a spot, everything has a specific spot, and if something is not in its right spot, I can't be okay. I have to go and move it to that specific spot where it belongs. Um, I don't know why, but I just feel uneasy if it's not there. Like, um, my mom was babysitting this little girl, and I left for the gym. I came back. All of my things were like, she basically rearranged my room to her liking. And I was, I was like, so, I don't know if... I was annoyed. I wasn't upset. I was just annoyed because like my things weren't the way that I put them, the way that I left them there. Like they they were just all over the place. And I literally spent like a good 30 to 40 minutes finding all of my things to just, just so I could put them back where they belong. 
because it didn't feel right. I walked into my room and I immediately knew something was wrong. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this is because for a long time in my life, I felt like I needed to have control. I felt like I needed to be in control of every single situation because when I was younger, I didn't really have that. Things I felt like things were just happening to me. So when I became old enough to control things, I wanted to control everything. So maybe that's why <clears throat> I have that trait or that's why like I'm like that. Um, I, I can like rearrange my room. Like I can rearrange my furniture and stuff. But like after I rearrange it, it has to stay in that order that I put it in. I don't know why, but yeah. Um, I also shared with them how <clears throat> when I was younger, I saw a video that I said, you have to chew your food a specific number of times before you swallow it. Because if you don't chew it enough, some something with your stomach, like it's not really good for your stomach or something like that. I don't remember. It was a long time ago. And I specifically remember after I saw that video, I could not swallow my food if I didn't chew it that specific number of times. So was, I don't remember the number anymore, thank God. <laughs> but maybe say it was like 70 times, I don't know. I would count in my head up until I got to 70. If, I, if it was like 69, I literally physically could not swallow my food. I don't know why. And um, if I miscounted, I would literally have to start back and then get back to 70 before I could swallow my food. I don't know why. It just, I snapped out of it out of nowhere. I don't even remember how I snapped out of it, but it just happened. And then the third thing that I do is I count colors. So, so say like, um, like right now I'm looking at I'm staring at a wall and there's curtains here. There's two red curtains and one white one in the middle. And I keep going like, and the wall is beige. So I keep going one, two, three, beige, red, white. And I keep going one, two, three, 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 one, two, three. It doesn't always have to be one, two, three. It could be one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four, five. But it's it's no more than five. I like I count the different colors that I see all the time. Um and then for the longest, I didn't know what I meant, but literally like a week, not even a week ago, like three, four days ago, I was doing it. Like I was having kind of a hard conversation with someone, like a hardish conversation. And I started counting the colors and I was like, because I was getting like emotional and worked up and I started counting the colors. Like I was just two in my head and then I started counting the colors and I was like, it just clicked. I was like, oh shit, this is what I do so I can ground myself. So I can like step out of my head and then just focus. So because when I'm counting the colors, I'm not thinking, I'm not in my head, I'm not overthinking. I'm literally just focusing on counting the colors. So I was like, it's beautiful. <laughs> I was like, how did I know to do that? How did I even like develop that? I, like this, not even skill or idea, but like, how did I come up with this? How did I know that this is what I needed to ground myself? How did I know that whenever I'm getting too upset, I literally count the colors? It's crazy. Like, it just clicked for me. I was like, that makes so much fucking sense. Because every time I'm, like, thinking too much or too in my head, I start counting the colors. 
because that's a way that I bring myself back into like this reality. That's the way that I'm like, no focus on what's going on now. And then I like snap out of whatever I was overthinking or, or whatever I was like in my head about. So yeah, if um, any of you can relate, let me know if you want. We can we can talk about our, I don't even know, our weird quirks, I guess. Um, also, if you guys want to rate the podcast, go right ahead. If you don't, totally okay. Thank you for listening. Um, next episode, I'm going to be talking about inner child healing and kind of if I could speak to my inner child or my mom's inner child or my dad's inner child, like what I would say to them. Um, So it's going to be a very deep episode, completely different from this one. So stay tuned. Um, I just want to say thank you again for listening. Thank you for your time. And I will see you when I see you.